and welcome to the D20. We're on podcast number 15. What do you, hold on. Wait, hold on. I haven't even brought you guys' mics up and you're already complaining. <laughs> okay. Are you sure you want them up then? Yeah, I don't want them up as loud as you had it before, but okay. Podcast 16. You had just said that. Oh, I did just say that. Okay, I'm off by one. I'm <coughs> tired. It's a long week. I thought you were telling me you rolled 16. The no, hell do I know? Podcast 16. All right. So, of course, it's me, because I don't think we ever do a podcast without me. Yeah, so I don't think we've done a podcast without any of the four of us. I think that's probably true. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm We Corey. also have the dog who is spazzing out <laughs> trying to get the cat. Chasing the cat. Run, Puck, run. <clears throat> this is great. This is why we need wireless mics. Yeah. That's your next investment. Yeah. Pony up the money and it'll be all good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have myself. And you are? Bob. Oh. <laughs> Chris. Uh, I'm Corey. Corky. Cisco. And we may be joined by Scott later. We'll have to see as things go. We hold that. So we're going to play Bunko. We're not playing Bunko. <laughs> are we going to play Blumpkin? I don't know what that is. I'm not sure I really uh, want no, to. No, don't ask him to explain. <laughs> I'm glad that Corky knew what it was right off the bat, though. I was like, yeah, I heard a new term the other day. I can't remember what it was. He goes, oh, it's Blumpkin. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Very good that you know that. Uh, that being said, Cisco's being the official roller, I believe, tonight. Yay. That was not the right sound. I just want to point that out right now. <laughs> All right. Go Do we ahead. have a list? I have a list, yes. <laughs> Is it current? <laughs> Cisco's trying to kill everyone's ears again, of course. That's right. I actually don't have the mics. For some reason, I'm off tonight. I, I left my mic distanced. Yes. That's the that furthest away from her lips anything has ever been. Go ahead and roll, sweetie. Good. No, you can see that from me? Yeah. I'll roll it towards you. You rolled it under me. 19. That is the highest roll we've ever had. Yes, it is. He's and smiling. What, is it? what kind of evil thing is it? It used to be pick a category and roll again, wasn't it's it? It's happy trees roll again. Happy trees Woo-hoo! roll again. Happy trees wow. roll again. Cisco- All right, Corey, roll it my way. Oddly enough, outside the bedroom, Cisco has no volume control. She's talking about the dog. Sure she is. 18. Wow. And that's gaming. Two high rolls. Wow. Happy trees about gaming. (laughs) Oh, nice. Doc Cobb, here we come. And that would be the dog. I'm guessing that would be Scott. Oh, well, good. Conjure him up. So as filler, while we wait for the dog to stop having a spasm, uh, let's see. We rolled gaming once before. We actually... Didn't roll it. We chose we gaming once before when uh, a little Gary over a year Gygax ago, Gary Gygax died. Um, we now have Scott here. That's oh, why the dog is spazzing out. Um, I know we never on, done Scott. it, but can we edit out the dead space? Or? The dead space? There's not dead space. I'm still talking. The dog is now doing loops around the living room, kicking the microphones. Just around me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scott, sit down so the dog will quit spazzing out. And 
You so should next time. No, no, no. Fluffy jumped up and seriously just went snout right into Scott's butt. That was beautiful. All right, Scott, so we roll welcome. Up. Hello. We is this on? Happy it is trees. on. Okay. Oh, really? And then, because it's Happy Trees re-roll, we rolled gaming. Happy Trees and gaming, yes. Whoa. So Corky has to draw, and you have to take lead. And what is Corky drawing this evening? Doc Doc Cobb. Um, he can. Uh, we want to. You could draw the dog. You could draw the dog. Can you draw dogs? Actually, I got something else in mind. Oh, he's like got a plan. Is it anatomically correct? Not on him. What, what is dragon dog? All right, okay. So gaming. Gaming. Would, two. So a, a more dragon. upbeat version of gaming this time, I would assume. I don't remember. I didn't talk much on the last gaming one. I'm pretty sure. That was that, that was a weird issue. Is that you didn't totally speak owned. much at all? Nope. Um, but we, since Corey listens to these things over and over again, he's our archivist as far as what we've spoken about before. I don't recall a lot about the last one. I mean, we we talked about. I believe we talked about when you started gaming and what game you played first. Oh, right. Yes. We talked about the different types of games and stuff like that. No, we cannot play with the squeaky ball. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, playing fetch with the dog is probably not going to be helpful. You this will probably have to be a short podcast tonight. And, be a good idea. Yeah, and she tears <laughs> off and the <laughs> laptop and the mixer go off the table. This podcast was somewhat impromptu because we're... Uh, been so lagged on having one so yeah it's only been like two three months yeah something like that yeah our dedicated fan you know really (laughs) missing out did we do favorite character from the last time or i don't remember yeah there we go first character you played something like that i am we could have i didn't have a character when i first played first character i played was probably way back in 82 I was 12. Sky, you can swing I the mic you. closer to you if you'd like. Huh? I said I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say, what, you were born then or what? No. <laughs> what were I you, three? born in 82. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I, was, I was in kindergarten. I remember I mixed because, of, again, as usual, I was playing either by myself or with one other person. So we made a whole group and basically mixed them into one person. So it's like the story of Scott's sex Uh, life. Huh? Either by yourself or with one other person. (laughs) There's still time. There's more solo gaming going on these days. (laughs) Not getting into that. (laughs) Oh, that's a different topic, isn't it? Yeah, that's a different topic. Um, I believe we've actually heard that story before. (coughs) That's the loudest you've spiked so far this evening. I um, tried to cough this way. I know. Swine flu. Swine flu. Not swine <laughs> flu. Pig fluenza. Yes, we can thank Mark Hershon for that. Love Mark. So, when do you, pigs fly. Gestalt being. What? Yeah. Gestalt yeah. character. Yeah, yeah that was my first one. I Who's mean, the super powered guy? <laughs> Everything. Yeah, because, you know, when you're young, that's what you do. You make the most when powerful you were characters playing, you can. What? Like, first edition? It was actually, well... No, it wasn't even first edition back then. No, It'd it was the red, the red box. box. It was the red box. It was red box? Yeah, that's Ravenloft. That's no. Ravenloft. I don't have a red box. It was pre, I do. It was pre-red. 
I don't know what happened to my red box. It disappeared in one of my moves. I was so peeved. Well, I think it still exists. She just won't let you near it. Anyway, um... <laughs> So wow. what did you fight when you were playing that character? What was thrown up against you, or you know, what was the gaming was experience in that case? I still remember the first adventure they had. It was Bargle. I ran that thing like six times. This is like a little third level wizard you went up against with goblins, and there was a black dragon at the end. I remember that. Did it I eat could something probably, out of a backpack? I could. Yeah. No. Mm. And I think I memorized that thing by heart, and I still know the whole freaking dungeon when I was in it, which is pretty sad. Well, there we go. Next time you forget the module, we play that. I know. I did do that one time when I forgot the module, and I remembered a good chunk of it. I was mighty proud of myself. Considering last week, when I had the module in front of me, I forgot a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Well, do we want to talk about current characters? We can talk about current characters. Scott's running the game, so he doesn't have a current character. But Cisco, do you want to talk about your current character with its fancy name? Sure. My current character is named Babette. What is your character's background? Because I don't know that. Does it have a background? Or is she she just a kick-ass fighter? She just shows up and kills shit. Okay. Chainmail bikini fighter. She fights with a broadsword. Cisco's got an in-depth character this time. Do you like your character? She's got an axe and a punch dagger. I don't dislike my character. Well, there's some enthusiasm for you. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. Is, is is this a character that you really enjoy playing, or is it just sort of a fill-the-group no. character? Right. Would you I like to change like, your character? I don't like being the fighter, but that's okay. I've never been the fighter before, so it's a good experience it's for like me my to last, be the fighter. It's like the last game we did when I was the cleric. It was I've never been a cleric before, so although that cleric was kind of odd. It's going to be storm Having odd characters, yeah. off kill really yes elven swat yeah i mean i think that's the thing is that we've gone we've gone through so many different groupings and so many different characters (laughs) that it we're kind of trying to go against type now just because we've fought our way through it well for chris's game i want to go two type like i made a character last time that i want really want to play and that i we played we played what three games three games yeah so my sniper guy that starts out as a thief and then becomes a sorcerer I think we got to what second level last time, so that was I got to be a sorcerer, and I don't even know if I, I think I played him one night as a sorcerer. I can't remember. You may have, but yeah, you got a level to be sorcerer. Yeah, and I was playing an archer again last game because yeah. I've really got a huge thing for archers, which only came out since um, Bitterwood, Green Arrow, Green Arrow in Infinite Crisis, not Infinite Crisis. Corky in, uh, still has my Identity for Crisis. That, in fact, for next what? game, you still have my figure for that. Yes, I do. <laughs> so next game, that's what I'm playing. But yeah, you're quirky. Your current character, you're actually really enjoying. Yes. And it was. Feel free to speak about it. You can stop drawing. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this podcast is really all over the place tonight. I just went that out. Um, not that it matters. Playing for us. Uh, a whisper gnome rogue. <clears throat> and. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a blast. I mean, it's just, I've I played one sneaky character before. We played two games, and you got my ass handed to me. And, uh... <clears throat> Is that the one where the, I don't tell you what the statue says? No. No, that's where I was playing a Dro. He's playing a Dro, and because of the level adjustment, he had, like, one hit die, and everyone else had four. Oh, right. 
He's got his ass handed to him a couple times in this one, but he's managed to Out get away. Outside the building. You know, but I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying it because I've I've always that wanted to play it. You know, rogue thief, sneaky kind of character, and I'm I'm really kind of settling into the role, so it's it's cool. Corey, get some good backstabs into. Um, you left off the your newest addition to your character. Oh yeah, uh, mind blades, so I can actually forge a a blade just by thinking about it. And next level, so now he's a male side. It'll be, it'll be a uh, a ranged weapon. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, oh really? Yeah. Was it like throwing daggers <coughs> and stuff? Yes, yeah, so I can throw it. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Which means he can range backstab. So I can, I'll always have a weapon regardless of what happens. And I assume that's like considered <coughs> magic, or is that for like damage reduction stuff? It's considered magic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's awesome. Corey, your character? I'm playing an artificer, and I brought the group uh, a little throw-in from Eberron, which I talked to Chris years ago saying, hey, we should really check out this new campaign setting. Oh, no, I have no interest in that. I'm fucking that thing, and now he wants to throw uh, Eberron game at us next. <laughs> Are you going to play Warforge next time? I, I believe that my next character will probably be a warforged what did we decide on not a paladin knight i think a knight. knight i'll have to make sure my sorcerer has some healing spells in for you yeah but i mean i i've always had this sort of idea that i wanted to play a paladin um when i first moved out you so can't play a paladin no i i absolutely play a great paladin i just haven't played anything like pete that with plays you guys great paladin? i don't know how pete plays with his paladin pete play an annoying paladin that this is always <laughs> or is it a justicar yeah. i don't i don't know i want to play a justicar when i first moved out different here camp, i was playing a game setting. with um captain cable was running it oh captain jim it sounds right. Yeah. Um, and yes. it was Dave Kosky, uh, Big Mike, Jared and Elise, and... Uh, I miss you, Mike. What was it? Scott, the guy with the hat? Yes. Oh, William. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, those guys. DeFalco. DeFalco. Right. And so, in that group, I was playing a paladin, and they were all very against-the-law type characters, and then they threw me in there as the noble true <coughs> follow the law to a T kind of guy and uh, I played it well I just have shown mostly my anarchist side with you guys because uh, he blew his wad on that game and he can't do it again no it's just that's the kind of characters <laughs> that it seems like I was playing those are the characters I was chosen to play what was I playing when I first started with you I was playing a ranger cleric that went barbarian that half work with Tom and Mariah and oh, Shannon. Yeah, you were you were <clears> some <throat> kind of half work barbarian thing. You ended up with some kind of fancy axe, if I remember correctly. Yep. I'm sure I have the character somewhere. I typically don't get rid of them. There's a filing cabinet out in the garage that has a bunch. That's got to be fun to look through. Periodically, yeah. I love the old vampire binder. Yeah, there are those characters that are stacks of paper, you know, quarter inch thick for the characters with all the stuff. Do you still have your cleric from the game that I ran that was became a... Uh, Tree? No, he became a... What do you call it? A, 
an avatar for your god or whatever. I won't the, the dwarven cleric or the earth god? Yeah, I was wondering what level those were. I can't remember. I don't remember. I'd have to look. Too. I still have it somewhere, probably. And Chris, you are playing currently? First off, I will start off by not evil. <laughs> <laughs> and who's yes, most likely are. to tell you that first off? Oh, an evil person. Yeah. Or a dog. My current character um, came out of the idea that I wanted to play a summoner. I've always wanted to play a summoner for quite some time. And rather than going uh, wizard or sorcerer with it, the group kind of needed a cleric. And I kind of thought, okay, what kind of twist can I put on a cleric summoner? So um, I chose a god from the Lords of Madness book whose name I can't remember off the top of my head now, but he's essentially one of the gods from the Far Realm, so essentially a Cthulhu god. And so my character uh, was exposed to the Far Realm when he was in his teens, and uh, the exposure left him slightly physically twisted and a little bit mentally off. Um, He's evil. Realized you haven't quirky sketched him out yet. He's probably drawn out. Corky's list is long enough from me already. So well, we got to revise the list. Uh, yeah. wait, reverse cow Corky. Um, Whoa. What? Uncle Ticklish Corky. What, what kind of list? What are we talking about? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so in any case, uh, wow. the character essentially goes along the lines of the, the only way to find all the, the knowledge that he seeks is from the Far Realm, that it has all the secrets that are lost to our realm. And so um, he worships God who has all the secrets and has been feeding him secrets. So he's been kind of twisted in the sense that he doesn't actually summon normal creatures. He summons nothing but aberrations to do his fighting for him. And then uh, recently has achieved his prestige class, which is an alienist or a slight variation on the alienist, where he now summons creatures directly from the Far Realm to uh, fight alongside him and he now has uh, picked up followers or one follower cohort which is a uh, large it's not evil well it is evil but um, it's a large dog that speaks any language that it comes in contact with so get off the couch yes we also have a whole slew of clockwork things following us around too Oh, yeah. yeah, the artificer thing is kind of a neat character. I I have not picked up on how it can really be used as a player character yet. I mean, it it's probably just I haven't really thought it through enough. It's cool. I I love the idea of it, but it always seems like a great NPC idea more than a, a player. Well, we've idea. used your stuff a lot. I mean, you buffed everybody. I mean, it's usually just stuff we do before fights. And it's and usually whatnot. when he's sleeping, you know. Yeah, but I don't think we're even utilizing it the way that it's supposed to be utilized. It seems like there's a lot more time preparation stuff that's supposed to go into it. Um, you're a buffer. I mean, that's essentially what an artificer is. You're a buffer. Yeah, and not, it's cool. I, I like it. I'm glad you, I'm playing it. Buffer, not fluffer. Oh, okay. Sorry, Cork. Um, you're going to have to dry palm yourself. Um, Dutch rudder? Nice. Um... <laughs> I think you're doing mostly what you're supposed to be doing. I think the only thing that's different than what probably brings a lot more power to it is the use of wands, which we don't typically do a whole lot of. Right. 
don't um, have too many wands. All the, all the wands you have seem like they all have like six or seven charges, and that's it. Well, I haven't really been making them, and I think <clears> you that's can't the thing next is, level. Yeah, is it, that's the point where it starts to change over a little bit more. But it's it's been constantly making things for the team in between other adventures. We right. we have a stop, and I take all this magic stuff and I change it over. It's like we used to have in the first game. We had that wizard that we worked for, purple robes that would change our items for us to make them better suited towards the team i think we've had that in a couple of different games that we've played you know we have someone that we go to in between adventures and we go oh we can't use any of this crap oh okay well i'll make it better for you and now that's essentially me i'm that guy in transit you're that guy that guy corky do we get to see what you're doing yet not yet okay and of course we have Anne's character who is a dragon shaman shaman She's never here, really, but you know, we still. And makes it when she can. Gives me something else to do. Yeah. Until then, we just have her ride all the other characters. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Anne, in the goodness of her heart, based her character off of a woman in some skin mag that. Playboy, I think. Playboy, I think. Okay. Yeah, she's got the perfect picture in there. There's a photocopy in the character sheet. From Playboy or something. Well, she's r- got a 17 redhead. charisma. Yeah. 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 But, but it's I, cool I based character, and it's it's brought a lot to the game too. I based a uh, a um, Robotech character off of, of a chicken Playboy one time. I was gonna say Ironwood, but um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of those damn motorcycles. It's one of those motorcycle riders. Yeah, the cyclone riders. Those are the greatest. Yeah, I, I know. Cyclones. I know. Shadow Cyclones, cyclones were the best with the cool blades that shot out, yeah. came out of the wrists. Yeah. They're great. I miss Robotech sometimes. I know. I do too. There wasn't really a whole lot of story to Robotech games, but you know what? You got to take cool transforming robots and kill stuff. Well, we always ended up crossing it with Rifts anyways. But yeah. And that's the thing. In Rifts, I could never understand because Robotech used MDC instead of SDC. And Rifts used both, which made it... Well, actually, Way they both crazy. used both. They both use both, but yeah, SDC is like... But here's my, my mutated Sparrow character from TMNT and other strangeness. Scott will never forget my Tasmanian Devil character yeah. that I played. They got Vibro T so he could do an MDC damage bite. Nice. Who's running that? Was it uh, I remember you had Jared? To, you had to eat your body weight a day. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <And> semen? <laughs> I just remember that I think I got... a. I was always trying to make sure I had a jetpack because being just a Tasmanian devil mutant, I was this little thing that ran around and there was always big mechs and stuff. And I had I this jetpack and I was flying up under these big mech robots and like eating the arms off of them. I can't remember if that was the one with Jared or if the, or if you played the juicer with Jared, but one of those two, I think I was just one of the soldier guys on the big nuclear powered motorcycle thing. That flew around. That's what we need Tony for. Hoochies? Tony Four used to do riffs a lot. He's got a thing for hoochies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tony liked riffs a lot. He had a bunch of the books too. I mean, I have a decent number of them, but he had he had all of them for a while there. Uh, I I know you're not playing City of Heroes anymore, but I saw a badge in there was the uh, Tamaris. You know, for you know, it would be perfect for Captain Tamarity. I I will sign back in and it's an an Ouroboros mission. I I signed in to it yesterday and played for about 10 minutes and was like oh okay and then no one well, I'm back we can play Wednesdays or whatever again but anyway, it would be interesting to see that happen well and you know now that uh, Mob's back on yeah Mob's back and is Luna playing 
Luna's not. I can ask her. I chat with her periodically, so. That would be kind of cool. So one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, because yesterday I Dutch went on to... No, Tim. that... You don't. don't talk during a Dutch rudder that ruins the whole mysticism of it. You don't touch. Yeah, exactly. Um, I went on to the D20 site uh, because it's been updated so much I wanted to uh, see all the changes. You and... know what? <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> um, and I... Yeah, luckily our writers submitted so much written work that I Well, that's that what I, I was doing yesterday, is, and this is why I wanted to bring this In up. In between naps. I, I was very tired. <laughs> it, you don't understand the pain pain and anguish of, of being me um, my heart if you'd shave the beard off it would stop you know it's, that would take it low, at least three I've pounds got off of me it doesn't happen it doesn't happen until the sex um, thought that was supposed to happen before tonight it was supposed to but she was drunk and Kyra was home oh. and there's volume issues so <laughs> why is anyway. Uncle Cory killing Aaron <laughs> <laughs> Not a conversation I want to have. <laughs> it was bad enough having a conversation with Emily. <clears throat> yeah. No, honey, I really don't understand how come it's taking that long. It, that's not normal. Um. Anyway. Like Michael J. Fox like and Secret to My Success. Oh. <laughs> so I was I was on the site. You need the visual. And I downloaded the um that's the it. script from Twenty Four Hour Comic Day. And I was going through, and I was cleaning it up and editing it, and I still need I need those that email that you sent Chris about what color your dice is supposed to be, so I can change that in it's it. Supposed to be blue, I think, because I'm Brack is blue, right? Yeah, I don't remember. You are Brack is blue. Yeah. That is your character's name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it would be kind of ironic if you had like a red die. Yeah. I think I had the red dice. But I'm I'm going Mine's through really, that. Mine's and, pink and purple. Uh, I was. I thought about this for a while, is if we actually were to make these characters as game characters... I suggested it a while ago. What would they actually be? There, There is no algorithm for those. Right. I mean, they, well... My character already was Scott a game totally character. Yeah, your character was. Scott's a fighter. There's no question there. Yeah. And that... Chester's I'm a fighter be... with two scimitars and demon armor. Right. And a... Swiss and a Swiss Army, Swiss Army sword. sword. Swiss Army sword. The I have like four scimitars. But the shirt, you're wearing it. Yes. It's the Rod of Lordly Might, which is the shirt he's actually wearing right now. Yeah, I have the Rod of Lordly Might. I, I one time had two scimitars of speed, but Mike made me give one back because he thought that was not cool. Yes. <laughs> You've never played in Mike's game. No, I, I won't. <laughs> I don't really need that kind of pain. <laughs> um... It, it's not that terrible, but it's definitely different. I mean, there were there were creative liberties that I took because I was trying to, you know, make characters that fit the the people as as much or more than the game. You know, it was like I was trying to use ideas from the game to kind of keep things in level. But Cisco is obviously a changeling character hanging out with a bunch of D and D characters. Yeah, you know, that was good. If I had to make Cheshire an actual D and D character, very nice. It's a storm chaser pitcher. She'd probably be a rogue. Although a crazy rogue. Well, well I mean, I Cheshire. thought she was more of an illusionist myself. Yeah, I saw her more as yeah, the, maybe an illusionist. The, yeah. 
the magic character, you know, the illusionist rogue. I would she ask. does some summoning. She does some item creation stuff. She phases through different places and stuff like that, so there's got to be some sort of blink aspect to her. I would say that Warlock would probably be the best suit because the at-will invocations that they can use pretty much can replicate a certain assortment of spells. Well, I was just thinking we'd Always. wind up creating our own classes. Why? Why not? D&D 6.0? You guys could do a whole new system. Not necessarily a whole new system. Chris We've has done been that there before. and done that, and... that. That's a pain in the ass. But I mean, it, it's something that could be adapted to another system. It's, they did it's that something before. We could take. I started one. I think I, I mean, we could take. Isn't there a D20 superheroes yeah. that Silver Age Sentinels, they did a D20 version of? They did, but it's it's really Silver Age Sentinels with D20 tacked onto it. Right. It's not really what, what you're thinking. But there's, there's ways of taking. I mean, yeah. there's stuff that exists. There's so much stuff that exists. So, is Silver Age Sentinels, do they do anything for that anymore, or did that game basically No, die? I don't think they, they exist anymore. I don't think the game. company exists anymore. It's a bummer. That was a good game. That's it was one game. of my favorite superhero systems. Yeah. yeah, I was just kind of like going over my head what the different characters would actually be. Like if I create an actual land pirate class. I don't... See, I mean, you're just roughly an archer of some sort i mean some variation either a ranger or a fighter that's strictly i think my or favorite something like that or a scout is the scout i think the scout um, is probably the best fit for what i like corky's the only one i really Rom's don't have a feel gotta for be like a gangrel or a bruja <laughs> yeah indeed yeah <laughs> where the hell did that come from <clears throat> I think, you said making him into a character. I, I you did was not a specify Dean. I think he was a Bruja, actually. The it, one that he showed up at uh, live it, action. Who, who was it? That, it was uh, one of the lieutenants. He was talking about. Asked me if I had ever seen an avalanche. <laughs> I don't remember. It's like yeah. He's like because if, if you mess up, have you ever seen an avalanche? I was like yeah. He's like, that's not even gonna compare to the wrath that's gonna come down on you. <laughs> and I lit up a cigarette right in front of him. <sighs> The blue smoke on his face, just like my character would. I was like, "You ever been pissed on by a demigod?" And walked away. <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah, I mean, I I just yeah. there's and obviously for going white wolf, Cheshire's a Malkavian. Okay, so now she's a vampire. See, I thought she could she be a vampire. She doesn't take off her mask. She's got so... an Malkavian brain. Definitely. But that, that to me, screams James. I don't know what I'd be. Gargoyle. Lost for too. Could be a gargoyle. That would be fun. Yeah, I mean, if we're going out of D&D, other game systems and everything, I really enjoyed playing Grimm. If he's Nosferatu, I should get a garlic t-shirt. Okay. But yeah, Quirky's character was... Angsty half elf, trying to get into the character, trying to get into playing the game and stuff like that. But he definitely had some magic in him because it's just it's quirky. It's Grom. So maybe a drow or something. No, he's not a drow. <laughs> <laughs> he's an angsty half elf because that's the only kind there ever was. <laughs> what about a spell thief? Spell thief was something I thought about. I actually thought about artificer too, because he enchants stuff. Yes. That's oh, I didn't really know that. what I first thought of. Is that he's he's a buffer, but he's a fighter too. 
so you probably need dual class. No, well, an artificer's no slouch when it comes to combat. True. Storm is the I had pegged in the cleric role, but based off of more druidic type powers because he's a storm elemental. He's a shujenja. I don't know what that means. They're they're uh, probably from the Oriental Ventures. I mean, they're in the the complete clerics, whatever that is, whatever book, the complete divine. Uh, I've played one before. I mean, that's essentially the best fit is they're based around elements. So he would be an air element shujenja essentially. Cool. Because what they not do a is storm ward like I was playing be different. No, not okay. exactly. No, the Shujenja is a better fit in the, in the sense that um, they cross over cleric and wizard spells that, oh, okay. that fit the theme. <clears throat> gotcha. And they have an opposed element that they don't work with and, and things like that. Okay. They don't get the ability to fly. I mean, they get the ability to cast fly, but they don't get the ability to fly, which, since Storm Chaser is actually based on a Silver Age Sentinel character, mm-hmm. flight was definitely one of his powers. Um, storm lords really don't get as much storm control as yeah. as some other. I mean, there's other PRCs that that do that. Um, but I mean, that's mostly his best fit would be Shujenja. Yeah, it seemed kind of weird for the storm lord. A lot of the stuff you had to wait until a storm came around for your powers to be right. Good. You were weird. like Pyro in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. You could control fire, but you couldn't make fire. Right. Yeah, storm lords were meant that they excelled in a storm, but they didn't necessarily create them. I mean, you could summon it with spells, but yeah. D&D spells for summoning storms were, were always relatively slow and yeah. not terribly effective depending on the game. Yeah, especially in a dungeon. I think all all campaigns are like that because like, I know Mummy was like that too for the White Wolf stuff. It took like a couple days to summon a storm. Yeah, and like Tremere system? could do it too. Hmm? What system? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and so Anne's character, you want to say her name? <clears throat> huh? No. Anne's character. <laughs> Can't remember her name right now. Wolfie. Um, oh, she's this, just this a flat-out lycanthrope. Yeah, she was. She was. I I pegged her as a gnome because I wanted her to be small, so she would be sort of like poodles of war. Um, Not like because her she, her head would be at beer height, probably. <laughs> but definitely, yeah. I mean, because Anne, since I met her, I've always associated with the werewolf. Um, that was the first character I knew her I as. Kind of came from. I saw Wolfie's boobies. What was that from? That's exactly what that's from. Yeah. We're still I, can't, I can't even remember what that was from. I just remember the saying. I can't remember who I saw Wolfie's Boobies is from a story that I wrote um, starring a bunch of our characters in the old X-Men stuff on Prodigy. Okay. And it was the sequel to Escapades. And we mind-fucked her into doing a striptease at a bar. Oh, okay. <clears throat> That's how all that fan flick stuff ends up, isn't it? That, well, yeah. <laughs> With Anne, it does. They were the ones who started it. Anne and Tamara are the ones who started doing panty raids. Okay. And so it just escalated from there. But yeah, so I, I, I keep thinking at some point, I, I really thought one of you guys would have jumped on it, is doing character write-ups of these guys on the boards, or on the, on the site doing something that relates to gaming i'm not typically the writer type right or nothing your character creator guy you know the stats of you knew exactly what your character was i didn't yeah 
something I've thought about before, but I just don't spend a table. lot of time on it. I haven't put much thought into mine, because like I said, mine's already made. Mine will yeah. And that's the thing, is I don't have enough information about yours. Yours is the stumbling block I usually have. Oh. Like, Corky has drawn your character probably more than anybody's except his own. No, Brackus is basically from the same campaign that the Purple Wizard is from. I don't know. The that was Mike's Wizard. game. It was called the Dragon Wing. We went through the box set of the Dragon Mountain. Yeah. And uh, that, Yeah, that was a fun game. We're sitting there playing... We come up to the last boss fight, and we have our figures that are this tall, and he pulls out this dragon figure this tall. And this is, like, this is to scale. That is, like, about two feet? Uh, no, it was foot and a half? Foot, foot and a half. Foot, foot and a half. Isn't that four feet? And our guys are, like... 25 millimeters. I should still yeah. show you my penis. Um, and that was just, like, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I believe two people died during that fight. Yeah, in game Only or two? Out of game. Well, we almost lost Dom one night when he broke the chair, but... Yeah. Um, that was scary. He almost felt, he almost lost you, because he almost fell on you. I know. I My life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> In between two giant butt cheeks. Dom was a big man. He was I, pushing... I, I think he was over 400. Yeah, he was big. Is it like... I, I keep referencing this photo, because it's my favorite photo. Is you, Pete... Mike and Dewey, was it riding down? Oh, on the uh, Great America. Oh, on Great America on the water. Oh, yeah. That was a great time, man. <laughs> Were that you was in good. front? So it's like you with your puck face just like <laughs> blowing in the wind, and then Dewey and Mike anchoring, so all the weight is coming down on you. It's just the greatest photo ever. We've apparently you lost this that picture somewhere. I I saw it on somebody's fridge for the longest time. I thought it was your guys' fridge, but maybe it was Adam's. It's not it's, our fridge. It's not if ours. I remember the it, picture. It might have been Adam's because I remember seeing it too a lot. Maybe that was to make up for Adam having his picture of him in a dress on your guys' fridge. No, it's there's Tony no picture of Adam in a dress. Okay, there's a picture of Tony in a dress. There's a picture of Adam wearing Scott's glasses. Insanely drunk on our fridge. Okay, I think I might remember. All those pictures are missing at this point. I'm not sure where they went. I don't. Neither of those are on the fridge. Hmm. I don't remember that. But yeah, as far as as what I was getting at is like it really seemed like we should have write ups of those characters, and we should have maybe a campaign sort of written out of what was the first adventure of the D20 from the comic, doing the Tower of Babel. Tower it's your what it was. Oh, oh, mighty script. writer over there. I'm not a chop, gamer chop. though. That's the thing. Is like I, I just throw shit down and see what happens. You know, someone's got to make sense of it. Well, we can. You write it all, make sense it. of That's it. Not an issue. I wrote it. Okay, well, 2007. Part... Check the calendar. Kick down. It's there. Digital it's, copy. No, it's it's on the site. It's That's the what site. I wrote. <laughs> I'm talking okay. about taking that comic and making an actual no, module out of it. I'm saying write out the adventure and I will break it into. He's giving me that look. <laughs> like, are you insane? Have you met yourself? Scott being quiet all night just totally spikes <laughs> his mic. I'm sorry. I'm way the hell back here from the mic. I know. It's because you showed up late. <laughs> no, it's just I just don't like mics looking at my face because I don't know. They tweak with me. You would think, Scott, that after all this time you'd be used to something that close to your mouth. Just don't know how this turned out this Not way. Not unless it's pooping. 
Wow. Oh, sorry. I thought it was vomit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Although my dog has pooped and turned around and tried to eat it. <laughs> like chasing your own tail while you crap. ass dog. <laughs> Dogs wow. are just so screwed up, I tell you. He's also sat behind my other dog pooping, waiting for it to come out. <laughs> it just smelled like <laughs> Dog with a flip top head, just drop it in. <laughs> wow, uh, that's why I love my cat. He licks where his balls used to be, but that's pretty much it. Uh, huh? Now that we've strange. degraded down to this, should we call it a night? That <laughs> <laughs> was a pretty quick podcast. If that's the case, it's forty minutes. Oh, that's it's almost nine. Pretty freaking quick for us. Yeah. Did you guys start before, just before I get here? Yeah, just we actually as you were walking, and we just five minutes it. into it at most. Oh, okay. I didn't look at the timestamp, but we weren't very far into it. I would say it'd probably be good. Yeah. We can call it quits on this. I mean, we could talk gaming characters for hours. I mean, there's no... We, we might as well break it up. We run through the, mod, the stuff we're doing now for a recap, but honestly, I don't think any of us remember it. The stuff we're doing <laughs> right just, now? It's just so... I'm just so glad that Chris keeps track of it in his journals. Cause yeah. Because go back through it. Go to the website, while. go to the table... And look at Calvac's journal, and it's got a complete description of everything these new characters have done, as well as the description of the characters. It is actually up to date, Corey, with I, the exception of last week's game, which I have not written yet. Yeah, well, last week's game, like I said, I have to add something from last week's game because I missed something. But oh well. Oh. As long is as it, it more treasure? money and treasure. More money and treasure, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm rich. We're I'm not really I'm hurting on treasure, you know. No, you guys got. <laughs> I mean, Chris got a magic item to fit him perfect last game. I did. Yeah. What was that again? The crazy Emma that has my personality yeah. in it. Oh, right. That's Wait. evil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your evil personality. Hey. And you found a descri- something how to make a potion to give all of you a plus two to your constitution. Mm. And his and his thing gives him a plus two to constitution. So you get like a plus four to your con. It's okay. It's just next level he has to fight the dementia and madness <laughs> and he loses like four con. So. No, I don't lose con. I lose two wisdom next level. A wisdom. That's right. Because I, my mind slowly slips away and I stop being able to associate with normal people. Are you going to oh, work joy. at Starbucks? <laughs> yes, I will work at Starbucks. I cannot speak with you guys, but I know how to make a caramel macchiato. And, uh... So does that mean you're going to wear patchouli? <laughs> you're going to wear patchouli and smoke cloves? Uh, Cisco bought me cloves tonight for some reason. We can have a glass of wine and smoke cloves. Some black coffee? We're not Break let... out the haiku? We're not letting you smoke anything, yeah. So, I don't know, I mean, I know a few people that listen to this podcast probably know this character, maybe some don't, but I mean, the extents I've gone to for characters, Adrian was probably the the most severe that I ever went to, where I did the uh, Toreador, the wannabe Toreador, I mean, he was a Toreador, but he was not an artist, he was actually a medium, and he would steal poetry from spirits when he sat in the cemetery, he didn't actually write himself. He would find other spirits that were basically, not just muse, but basically (laughs) would tell him what to write. And so he was kind of a coffee shop, oh, I'm so sad, and and whatnot. And for that character, I drank coffee and smoked cloves. That character. I smoked for Silent Bob. That's true, you did. That was, I I would go, I'd buy a pack of cigarettes once a couple of months or whatever, or anytime we actually got to play the characters. And I would smoke a couple of times a night, and that's the only time I smoke cigarettes. And the rest of the, the week or so at work, people would ask me, do you have a smoke? Yeah, actually, I do right now. And then the week later, why don't you have any cigarettes anymore? Because I don't actually smoke. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nothing I'm, worse than the drive home that one night wearing the um, blunt man shirt with um, a vibrator in my pocket. Yeah. So, who, a bunch of stuff in my pockets. It was just unexplainable. And cops driving behind me as I'm driving down the street. I don't think I had my wallet on me either. And I'm like, I'm going to go to jail in a marijuana shirt with a vibrator in my pocket and a Playboy in the other one. They'd confiscate no, the vibrator. Penthouse. You know? Penthouse. Yeah. Penthouse it, was, for him. it was one of mine, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, I, I guess few people could probably say that they carried a vibrator for their character, but... And naked pictures of B. Arthur. Yes. <laughs> Hallow be our name. Those were fun characters. Those we did were that. way fun characters. I'm still surprised we got away with that. Mark let us get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. But we just, we weren't... Well, you weren't... It was just to be fun. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if you had been power gaming it... We, we were shit starters, but that's all we were with shit starters. And we, we always lost. We never won a fight. We always got our asses kicked. Yeah. I was very fond of the Prank Patrol, too. Those were some of my favorite characters. Yes. Those were fun. We went to Scandia in character and played video games and miniature golf one night, all in character. I still have the plastic spider rings. We won. And Tickets. we crammed. How many of us were there? Eight of us? something like that we crammed ourselves into a photo booth to have our picture taken i'm pretty sure that photo is in the memory box that picture too we should I, put that yeah i'll put that on facebook at some that point that should go on here. facebook when i was because it's with... got jill and rochelle it did huh when i was hanging out with the tremere um, and john elder we would all go to chichi's is that what it is? The Mexican place that was downtown in Santa Rosa? Is that because you guys started at the church right there out in the quad and then moved to the... No, we just... Room? That was our, our Monday thing. Every Monday we would go there. They would do free appetizers and dollar margarita nights. Um, mm-hmm. And we'd go there every Monday and have our Tremere meeting. So, Nick's and Augie and... I don't remember all the characters, honestly. I know Shannon would go and a bunch of people. Like, maybe... Anywhere from six to twelve of us hang out there every Monday in character. I remember Steve showed up there and he was playing as a Mitzi. Is that the one with the uh, the warble mouth? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they figured out what he was halfway through it, and so he got up and he he attacked us and he he hands me this card and it was a splinter servant, and I just drop on the spot in the middle of the restroom. And just blah. That was a good time. It was amazing what you get away with while you're drinking dollar margaritas. Yeah, I, I have to say one of my favorite, just really bizarre, random live action times was when we first got the hot tub, and I we had a bunch of people over on Monday. You know, Phil and Mariah, and like the whole you no know, bathing suits, not little skirts, but we were all sitting out in the hot tub, and <clears throat> it. I think we must have been talking about taking out the prince or Elise some kind was of there power because there play. Was some kind of yeah, there Elise was some kind of power and... play going on. And we were out in the hot tub and the jets were on, so we were all talking really loud. And like two days later, the, I had never met the neighbors behind us before. <laughs> and the guy popped up on the ladder and was like, you're killing a prince? <laughs> what, are, what, what are you involved in? He was like, what country? And I was like, no, 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 no. We're not killing a prince. Yeah, it's kind of fun how the the game conversations, which just followed you around everywhere at that point in time. Oh, I for the longest time, everywhere I went, people called me Lizzie. 
People didn't even know that I actually had a name. Well, we had people over our house every single week, and there was so much talk about game. That's, I think, I would say 95% of the conversations at our parties were all about game or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think would happen, is we would go out to to the Mexican place first on Mondays, and then we'd show up here after that. That's what I remember doing. Like, Sheila and and I would come over here after. Everybody was here. Yeah. I mean... This setup is actually kind of similar to the way that it used to be when we had the big couch. Well, I remember the couch coming out this way and going across. It did. It was U-shaped. It started in this corner and came along this wall and turned just about where Corky is and went all the way that way. I was watching the first Buffy the other day, and it's like, oh, yeah, I remember the first time I watched Buffy was here. Yeah. We were all here. premiere. When they ate the principal? Yeah. That wasn't that episode. No, we stopped watching it after they ate the principal. Now, this was the first episode of the premiere, and that was one of the nights we had a party. And, all and I was sitting there, and I was like, I, I'm watching, and I'm naming everybody in the show. And I'm like, oh, she's from, uh, my stepmother's an alien. Oh, she's from All My Children and Swan's Crossing. Oh, he's from that coffee commercial. But, I mean, we I did like, that, from, we we did that before stuff. we lived here. I mean, that was even at the apartment we had. Every yeah, it started when we were at the apartment, and continued yeah. when we moved here. Yep. But I, I still feel bad that we never got to do a live-action Changeling game. That It would have never worked. It, it That, to me, made the most sense. It just seemed like Changeling was the best thing to play live-action. I think someone runs one around here somewhere. I'm almost 40. I don't think I'm going to... I just don't have the time to devote to those things. The thing about, I mean, definitely for a vampire game, as fun as it would be to go back and play vampire... I just don't have the time because you can't play vampire halfway. Right. I mean, it's so political if played correctly that it's like if you miss a day, you're you're done. I wish there was a reunion game at some point. I mean, I would just love to go and see everybody, but do it in character because I don't think anybody's going to remember me from game anyway, other than Grim. Yeah, but the problems with those is what do you play? That's always the problem. I mean, we did that towards the tail end there of ICG, you know, where there was reunion games. It was kind of like, well, I have three characters I'm known for. What do I play? That's true. Well, you can fit in the Roddy Pants. Oh, I'm sorry. I have four characters I'm known for that. <laughs> because I'm known for Michael. Michael. Salubri, who yep. was... Nix's husband. Nix's husband, essentially. I mean, I never officially got married, but... Um, I have Roddy, my Bruja, which got killed and brought back to life later on. Um, I have Jaden, my Nosferatu, yep. that started out... As another character that was kind of a stretch for me, which was one-armed mm-hmm. for a long time until I gained the the uh, magical stone that went directly to the abyss and allowed me to use obtenebration to make an arm for myself. Yeah, that was cool. And then the, uh, the cow bone thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was another good one that where was... I found the huge cow femur and I put a bolt into the bottom of it, which smelled nasty, drilling through bone. Oh my god. <laughs> You get used to it after a while. The first couple of times, yeah, but... I leather-wrapped the handle, the thing. I had the Tremere enchant it for me. I mean, yeah, that that was... And I had it on the hook and the belt thing. That was slick. I still have that somewhere. I have to figure out where it's at. Um, And then... uh, See, he misses Vampire almost as much as I do. You know what? I had the fourth one, and now I can't remember. I mean, I have... That was for Tom's game. game. It wasn't for the, the main game uh so let's see there's michael roddy Jason. because um, my thought process is 
there was um what was it john hartman was brent brent oh bruce bailey was my character that was his sidekick we based those well i based my character essentially on the gargoyles cartoon okay where the the main guy who had the voice from number one from star trek Yeah. yeah um that character was essentially John Hartman and my gargoyle character. Actually, my Cative character who got forced into a gargoyle's body after he was killed by Jill's character, the Giovanni. Um, I know. Was based on his right-hand man. I mean, I basically just Puck. did everything for him. Yeah, who turned out to be Puck in the cartoon. But it was uh, Brent Spiner. This is not any worse than how my character got turned into a gargoyle. Oh, that's right. He was, huh? Yeah, you had Riker and Spiner in the same. And uh, Marina Sirtis was on the show sometimes, too. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing. is Because those are the characters that I think about when I think about game. You got John Hartman um, and Shiva. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think Shiva. I ever played when Shiva was there. I, I Maybe a couple of games she showed up, but it was like she had switched to. I remember at one point they were playing the daughters of Cable, her and Julie. Oh, I remember those. Um, Colin, O'Leary, mm-hmm. um, Augustine. Who was Mike's big character? Well, Obadiah was what Mike started out as originally, which was the the werebear. The right? werebear, yeah. But he was they... the only one allowed in the Camarilla. Yeah, at the very beginning there. Yeah, it's like that's. I was just looking at your in-bed figures up there. It's like, oh yeah, roll attack. Yeah, <laughs> I got that when Tony and I went and did the uh, the play test for Dome at Dundrakon. Oh, Okay, cool. Yeah, so I mean, I'd like to see something like that happen, but I'd I mean, like especially to... when you put those pictures up on Facebook. <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of found like, some wow, old pictures. Yeah, that that just brought pictures. back a lot of memories. James and the Fellini. Fellini, god damn, that was like, that was the greatest. You gotta love Fellini. You and James. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, Fellini was great, but then you had his other, his Bruja that was the, uh, the Cockney, right. accented Bruja whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Because they all came in dressed as Droogs one night, as I recall. May have, yeah. I mean, he had some, he had some good characters. Yeah. He was just a character. I mean, John Carter James of Mars is a character. So I miss James. There's there's a few people. Yeah. That I just really miss <laughs> seeing and hanging out with on a regular basis. You wake over there. I'm awake. You have this thing where you kind of just trail off. She's more awake than she was last week. That's probably true. We weren't podcasting last week. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, let's let's close this off. All right. We, we've gone down memory lane. So, dear, what what podcast number are we on? Sixteen. Okay. Woo-hoo. Good. I know. I'm sweet apparently sixteen. I'm sweet sixteen. Yes. Too old for you. Yeah. Still illegal. <laughs> okay. All right. So, signing off on podcast number sixteen. Um, so we have now have Scott, Cisco, Corky. Corey and Chris and uh, thank you and this has been the D20 thank you Dixie Cup <laughs>